0: For another round of Talks with Brewster, brought to you by Foodies Never Say Die podcast. I'm here at Noble Savage Brewing Company, and I'm sitting here with Mr. Barry Allen. Mr.
1: Barry Allen, how are you? I'm good, Brewster. Thank you.
0: Good well, to be here. Cheers. Cheers. to uh, our beers. We are uh, currently diving into our second round of beers. I'm drinking the Cove
1: Cream Ale, uh, it is pretty damn good, not gonna lie.
0: What about you, what do you have? This is a
1: chocolate brown ale, and it's, 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 the name is exactly what I was expecting. It's good. It's got Mm -hmm. nice things to the beer. Is it a a heavier one, or is it more on the lighter side? It looks heavy. Uh It's dark. But, uh, when you take a sip of it, it's, it's not. It doesn't have that heaviness to it, but it it is chocolate. Okay. Sometimes I find, like, when I want, like, when I
0: hear a chocolate beer, like, I really want that, like, heaviness to it sometimes. You know what I mean? Almost scalp like, like heavy chocolate, but like heavy on the
1: chocolate taste. So my well, taste is there. Okay, I'll tell you that right now. And I think one thing that I'm looking at that you'll probably see more in your heavier beers is mean, there's not much head on
0: this. When
1: you pour it in, it it almost like it's flat. And then you take that first sip, and in that I said, it's a lighter. It's not like it's a lighter beer, right? Um, and it's, it, it's actually very surprising um, in that sense I know exactly what you're talking about with that. Like, I'm expecting like, a heavy beer taste like a chocolate or a cup of a quarter or something like that like,
0: like the Yingling uh, chocolate porter, very good me personally when I went to go taste it though, I was expecting more of because they were promoting it as a Hershey chocolate it was really. I was hoping that you would just get smacked with chocolate and I didn't get that so it was kind of a letdown, but it still doesn't take away from how
1: how delicious the beer was itself. No, I a hundred percent understand what you're talking about. Now I think the one thing that is it's real. It's, 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 it's this is you know normally when you hear chocolate you're right. You hear you hear think of chocolate, you don't think of an ale, but you think of more of a, a darker, heavier beer like a or a stout, or even, even though was like a mother's notes um, you know, stout. it was kind of like this really creamy, nice beer, and then you've that t- the, the notes and the flavors of what they're it at.
0: so I had um, and I've talked about this on the Foodies Never Say That podcast a few times um, I had believe it was Ellicottville uh, they made an orange chocolate blonde and so it was a blonde but it was heavy on the chocolate I I was completely thrown off I was absolutely happy like it hit me with a stronger taste of chocolate than the porter and I just
1: I was blindsided and you said it was a
0: chocolate orange it was a a chocolate orange how about the orange the orange taste was there so it was there it reminded me of um, the actual candies where it was kind of like the chocolate was just hinted, but you were really just tasting all the chocolate. So I'm thinking of those uh, those, yeah. those the, the, the it looks like an orange
1: yeah. and then it has like the it has like the orange peel inside of it. Yep. So when you're eating it you're like, like, oh it's got like this is this has uh, like the orange shades in it. I actually went I was in the candy
0: store the other day the CBS. Candy aisle of CBS and I was um, I, love you you say it, I love how you call it the candy store. The way I actually, because that's all the, I don't go there for anything else. When I go into the CBS I'm just going into the candy aisle, it's usually my in and out. So I'm not really looking to get it. So to me, it's a candy store. But uh, yeah, so I went into the aisle and I was actually looking for because sometimes you see they pop them out a little bit earlier than usual. You know. the, the, the chocolate. The
1: chocolate. I, I didn't see it. So I was never a chocolate orange person, uh, but mm-hmm. I, I my family loved chocolate orange. Uh, I was always like a chocolate purist. Uh, I was in milk or dark chocolate, and it was either, you know, whatever the, the, the cocoa content was, um, never too bitter. So when you get to a certain sort of bitter point, you're kind of like, oh, there's yeah. chocolate anymore. And, uh, but recently, I, I started to eat more of like the flavor. The, oh, I'm not going to say flavored chocolate, because it's been selling, as artificial. It's really uh, uh, orange chocolate. Usually, like I said, it's orange peel in it. I could say it's it's, it's there's legit orange in it. Um, but, like, 100%, I understand what you mean. I, I love chocolate, though. Chocolate <laughs> fiends.
0: I, I'm weird. I will like, go for a period where I'm not having it, and Right. All of a sudden, I'll see that there are Hershey Kisses left around the house, and somehow
1: they're all gone the next day because I saw that they were uh, I'm, I'm the person who has the bag of baker's chocolate. I pour, like, an entire thing into, like, a okay. little, like, container I have on my, my table, and I'll just take a handful of them and just sit there eating baking chips, and people look at me like, what are you doing? That's for cookies. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, not anymore. No, 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 this is a
0: snack. All right, so you are a uh, craft beer yes. guy. Yes. You, I,
1: you like your craft beer. You've had one or two. I would say I do enjoy it. I've had a few <laughs> in my day. I'm not going to go out there and say I'm the craft beer connoisseur, but I prefer craft beer over over most things. So, uh,
0: tell me about your brewery going experiences, because so, you know, I know you you frequent here pretty
1: often. I, I've, I've been here multiple times. Yeah. So it's a local brewery, um, and it's a consistently Good work for um, they don't have a tremendous menu. It's usually, they have uh, I think, uh, four or five, maybe six uh, uh, years that they have presented on tap. It's a smaller operation. But it's a consistently, uh, I say consistently, like, when it's a consistently good, I mean, when you order the beer, you see it, you read it, you say to yourself, you have an expectation built into your head from the day. And you think your first sip, you're like, oh I know that's exactly what I was hoping for. Like the what I'm drinking right now, like when I took a sip of it before it's a, it's a relatively new beer, I said to myself, That's that's exactly what I was hoping it would be and that's what it is. And it's it's easy the beers I've had here, have always been in the easy drinking beer. We never too cold or strong it's never, never tasting artificial or anything of that nature. It tastes exactly what I thought for
0: a good beer. I
1: know off the experience, though, like, obviously, we live in a, in a time where craft beer is
0: expanding
1: every year, excuse me, sorry, every year craft beer is expanding, and I think it's fantastic, because it, you have this, you know, back in the book, there, there always been craft breweries, but, like, you know, the dominant beers that people knew about were always your major VAC friends of the And I'm not them, I'm not saying like, beer, I'm saying for the most part, the beer people most go associate with is it. like a Pillsbury, is a light... Uh, they drink
0: Bud or a Coors or...
1: Yeah, you know, these, these, these cheap light beers, that you know, football's on TV, you your wings and you have your... your, your, your so what's a beer that can be crushed and I can have... Crap, of it, crap ton and have the boys over there. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. And then you have a beer that it, it, you can talk about. I'm not going home and talking about a course light. It's a course life. Uh, I am gonna talk about this like this right now, this chocolate. Ale. I can talk about this chocolate five for an hour, how it just the taste is there. It's not harsh. Like you, there's no real entropy. It's, it's got that nice fizz to it, but it's not too too uh, carbonated. And it has a good, strong flavor, but it still has that, that integrity of being a solid ale beer. So I try my best to get to a brewery like uh, I've been to happily, whenever I got to different states, I've to stop off at different breweries. Um, I was uh, in North Carolina, and I got to stop at a brewery, and the name it unfortunately escaped me, and it was an excellent brewery. To the in a warehouse kind of setup, and they had a tremendous menu, everything you could think of, from your sours down to, your, down to your stouts, down to your pills, down to your ales. Um, and it's the you have so many new breweries opening up all the time, and it's just amazing to me. It's fantastic. That every. From the North Shore to the South Shore, from the East to the West, you have all these new local craft beers opening up. Because it gives almost like more of a voice to be. So you hear about wine regions, but you don't know too much about beer regions. Right. And we we're in the middle of a, a time where, and I, I actually get props to social media because you open up and you put it on, on your social media, hey, people go. It works. Yeah. And from where we are right now, where we're in Gledcote, New York, which has two breweries. And then you have other places as you go. up, You go, go over the pay There's a brewery. You can go over to Farming uh, Farmingdale is a brewery. And, uh, um, um, all the way you have breweries, and I've, every one of them, even if you might not like one beer, you're going to find something that you do really enjoy. Every brewery has its own unique taste, flavor, um, style. That, obviously, you don't like every beer you try. It's impossible. Wow. Yeah. Everybody has their own thing. Some people just don't like IPAs. Yeah. But then you might have you might go to one of these breweries, take a sip of an IPA, and wow this is the best beer it's, ever! Happens.
0: It's like uh, it's like me. You know, I was not, was, I'm going to say was, I was not an IPA fan um, for a while, and then I said I would try to dedicate my time to trying to build that back up. And actually, now I find myself drinking more my IPAs than usual. Um, and the one beer, even though I didn't like IPAs for years, the one IPA I would drink was the Founders All Day.
1: Founders All Day is a very good IPA.
0: Very good IPA, and there was one time right before a beer fest and I legitimately drank it from six AM to about three PM and then the beer fest started. <laughs> Founders.
1: It's the story for another <laughs> Founders is, it, is it, in my opinion, one of the, the one is you, you can get it into most distributors. Yeah. And yeah. people, people I feel like, don't really, yeah. don't really go right past it. The boundaries is fantastic. Yeah. It's a quality product. It's a good beer. An IPA, yeah, yeah. But, so I'm, I IPA. not like But I 100% agree with you. I was never an IPA person, because IPAs, traditionally, you're more, I guess I'd say, hoppy. Absolutely. Absolutely. A little bit more and a lot of people don't like an answer taste when they drink anything. Right? They drink if you have an aftertaste, people, for the most part, I'm like, why? It's an aftertaste, and it's usually not good. Um, and that I think is the stigma that IPA has that an IPA would have. And now I feel like when you go to this a craft brewery. One well, of the tremendous things about craft and uh, it's hard right now with everything going on in the world and, and, and everything being more cautious with the conscious of in Sanitary uh, because of the pandemic is class. Because a flight is your opportunity to try now have a full class in front of you, which if you don't like it you're kinda of like I bought this full beer. To try to every almost every beer on your menu. And like, let's face it, if you're really to say, uh, I'm going to say, the I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to rate this, this place or I'm going, to, I'm going to see what this place is about. You need to try. At least a few of their beer. You can't just try one beer be like, oh yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. You have to try. And a flight will do that as long as you you know you you're you know, it's a deploy. You gotta have a little bit of something between each one, just to get rid of that that, that other one. That other taste and just try like a clean palette. need that palate, that palette cleanser And um, i fuck like I said, unfortunately, right like, now we can't do this. You, you, you learn it. You'll have a sip of an IPA. You know, that's not IPA. And it happens. And it, an uh, in counties, you said, I want to go back to you. You can get a of that. you know, like, there's so much going on for with it that it was like, I love this. I can drink this all day and, still go, to, and still go to a, a beer tasting. Right? Yeah. Props oh, to you. That's amazing.
0: That, that was, uh, you should have seen me at the end That was a day. <laughs> Nothing Uh, nothing beat to good beer tasting. And it it, ended with a golf cart being flipped. I was not behind the wheel. I feel like if you don't have a golf cart flip
1: story, (laughs) it's like, what are you doing? I I, I also have a golf cart flip story for another time. I also was not driving, nor was I in that golf cart, but I was in in the golf cart. I was not in the golf cart. I was in the golf cart. But I I, I ran over to help out with the golf cart. My golf cart remained upright the entire time. Okay, well, that's good. By the way, golf was involved. Golf. Eh. Oh, golf was not involved. Was oh, golf was involved. Um,
0: so, like you were talking about with the flights and how you know, everyone was able to have just a little bit of a little taste. You know, bring me back two years ago, roughly two, two and a half. Uh, um, obviously, before COVID was even a thought. I went with a group of like, maybe seven of us total. And so it was me leading the charge because the other six of them were not brewery goers. They would try different beers, but they would really stick in their realm of knowledge. They wouldn't—they weren't risk takers. So we went to about four different breweries, and at each brewery, uh, the first one actually had. Roughly like 16 beers on the table. That's, that's, that's a heavy load, which was great because it. What I did was I, I kind of set the structure. I just was like, okay, so here's what we're gonna do. Because they looked at me like, so how are we gonna? How are we gonna drink this? What, what, what do we do? What do we do? I said, just less. us give me a flight of everything. Just go down the line, one of everything, and if there's extra, let me know and we'll double up on certain. Things. So it ended up I was able to get one of everything. And everyone just took a sip of each. And then what I did was I said, okay, so uh, who's driving you? Okay, so uh, which one was your favorite? Take it. And so he picked his, the next person picked theirs, and we kind of went in the clock, you know, clockwise order. And then at the next brewery, the person who picked second picked first, and then went down the line that way. And so that way everyone could kind of randomly try to pick whatever they liked better in whatever was available for their selection. I always went last because at the end of the day, I don't care as long as I'm drinking beer. I'm I'm really not picky, so I went last every time. But uh, it opened their eyes to the brew, and they were like, "If we were to have done this on our own, we would have gotten a pint
1: of one thing and maybe
0: a pint of something else, and that we would have never been able to have experienced the brewery in its entirety." Like, it's just so easy to do because at least at the end of the day, you took a sip of everything. You tried everything. And you know what? After after everyone finished their, their tasters that they selected as their favorite, let's say you picked my favorite. Well, after I finish that, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to order a pint of the one that I didn't get to have that I wanted. And then we sit here with a pint, and then we move on to the next I,
1: I'm You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm hearing exactly what you're talking about. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I... I my opinion on the matter is this: most people who are not—I was never really a big drinker—so if I was going to drink, there's going to be something good. So that's why it got me into craft beer because I felt like if I'm going to have a drink, why don't I want to make it something that's worthwhile. Oh, this is a craft beer. This is something that's a, someone put their real effort and time into making. It. It's almost like going for like a nice, like a nice. Say you're going out for Italian food and you get like homemade handful pasta. Someone made that pasta, it's not in a box. Yeah, it's like that, a craft beer. But when most people go to a brewery, and mentally they're going to a bar, right? And they're ordering their plate. So they get a drink. They get a drink. And I'm happy you agree with that. And that's the problem is that someone like yourself, who's a beer connoisseur, as I would say, yeah. Yeah. you dabbled in the, in the world of beer, you understand that this is not just having a drink with your friends, this is having, it's, a, it's going for it the opinion, the beer. 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 beer version of a white Right. so you taste your different beers, and people, I'm not going to shock that there's so many different kinds of beer. I'm like, oh, is this, this, you're so used to this, so conditioned to being, oh, yeah. Okay. It was like, but like, look, there's all the same kind of beer. There's rice beer. There's. There's wheat beer, there's a big, there's hops and barley, and you have all sorts of beers. You have sour beers, spicy beers. You have beers from all over the world, and every place, every country has their own beers. And that's another thing I love. Whenever I go out to eat, I go to a restaurant that's a, a feel of, 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 of more than ethnic food. So I'm I want, I want, if I'm ordering a drink, I want a beer from that, that country. Yeah. I want to try it. And, and especially when you have, you have so many different kinds. And then they have different styles. They have lagers. They, yeah. it, it's the same. And you're going to see a taste difference in what you're used to in, USA, in the United States, States, States. Which is, if you have something from Australia like, so you tried an American beer and vice versa. We're going to have completely different ideas of our beers done differently. Because I mean, all we think about when we hear Australia beer is we think
0: Foster's yeah. which is even Australian. Exactly. So people commonly just go oh yeah, yeah
1: I've had Foster's I've had Australian beer. Then right. shut up. But it comes That's in a big can. <laughs> right. Well, that a oh that was. Is it the worst beer have ever had? No actually I, Foster's is actually pretty good. And I'm it comes not. in a giant awesome. oil can I'd say. But it's not Australian beer. No. And I, I guarantee you an Australian might say, yeah, that's not what we call beer. I, I can't speak for Australians, and I any Australians hear this, I'm sorry. Um, I, I'm not saying that you speak for, you know, you say is good or bad, but it, it's not a bad beer, it's not the best beer, it's not a craft beer, it's a, it is a commercial beer. It would be the equivalent
0: of going to another country and they go, yeah, sure, I'd, I've, I, I've had uh, your American craft, I drink Budweiser. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Okay, Budweiser is American beer? Okay, we we'll be sure, but uh, craft beer? No,
1: let's let's come with that. I think we wanna one of the cool things, though, if you ever take the tour of the Anheuser-Busch factory is that how many brands are owned by Anheuser-Busch. Mm-hmm. And, and then you, you hear the history of Budweiser. Well, it's a fascinating. It is a true American business story of someone uh, coming from another country and make, making it in the United States. The American dream. But also, doing it a something I love, making a, a good product. And if you have beer right out, right out from the factory, it's a completely different taste than if you were to crack a cold one over if your boy is watching the Monday Night oh, Football.
0: Right. It's different.
1: And, and, and in St. Louis, which I had the privilege of going to St. Louis, um, and, and, and here, I, I feel that sometimes it's like St. Louis is it a graph because it's a quieter, smaller city. Um, St. Louis is, 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 is a cool little town. Um, and it's got a lot of history, and it's got a lot of beer history. Besides the fact that the, you know, the pushback was there, there's a lot of great barbecue and beer. In St. Louis, you oh. go there and they have every style of you can think of, and you're going to get it. <laughs> so if, if you're if you're on a beer um, tasting uh, tick and you want to and you're traveling, St. Louis,
0: make a stopover. You won't, you all ready. it. That's definitely in the
1: plans. Hmm? <laughs> That's definitely in my plans. It's beer brings people together. It's a true story. Um, I like to think wine is more like your dinner. I think you're going to talk about a wine dinner or dessert, a dessert, like to dessert wine, or even a liquor, you have because they're cordials. Um, beer is more of your. Let's have a beer. No, so let's let's go meet up and have a cold beer or even, yeah. even a, a, a warm beer which Americans are still kind of getting used to having a warm room temperature beer uh, a more uh, I guess you'd say an English or yeah. even a bitter beer yeah. um, which are their own completely own realm of beer taste. Right. and you have to really Get ready for that because it's different. It's, it, you, your first two sips, you're like, "This is not. I don't like this." But you need to give it a chance. Mm-hmm. Like I I, I, I used to like, like I said, IPAs. I was a big IPA person, and I gave it a shot, and now IPAs are, are coming. Yeah, One of my favorite
0: beers.
1: this is so much going on within the beer world. It's,
0: it's,
1: really just sit here and talk beer all day. (laughs) Like I said, (laughs) said, I'm not exactly... I don't don't drink beer too often because it's just... Like like I said, in in my mind, beer is a get-together with some beer kind of thing. Right now, with everything going on in the world, you can't get together with people as much as you want to. I actually did (laughs) Zoom beers one night with a few friends on a weekend. I was off from uh, my job. And I said, I really could go for a beer, but... No, let me and my buddies around. Let's have a a beer. And I called him up on Zoom. uh, Well, FaceTime, actually. And we had a FaceTime beer, and I actually called a friend I hadn't seen in a long time, who lives in another state. And we all had our beers, and we just caught up with each other, and that's... That I think some something that is overlooked. You know, you know, it, it brings
0: it to you there. It, it really does. Lie, like, I know why, like, I kind of... When, when this was first starting
1: and everyone started doing that,
0: like, people were like, oh, yeah, we're doing, we're doing bar crawls via Zoom or whatever. whatever. And they were having, like, huge, you know, like, 20 people, like, in a chat room drinking beers or whatever. I kind of was like, what's the point? Like, what? I, I didn't get it. If they're doing, um, you know, podcast uh, from Foodies Never Say Die, um, after doing episodes and episodes of that and even just the beforehand chatter and the afterhand chatter and we're just sitting there drinking beers the entire time we're doing this like I get it I get it it makes sense I can I can totally be on board with doing that if anybody ever was like to like hey uh, I'm not doing anything you're doing anything no okay well I don't really want to go out but you want to zoom in and just
1: beer drink okay <laughs> and it's cool because we're all going to have something different it's not it like oh you want to try this one? Because you're not in the same room, right? And it could be it's whatever's in your fridge is in your fridge.
0: Whatever's in my fridge is my fridge. So you know it's not like we're sitting at the same place offering the same beers. So it's going to bring a lot more variety into that same
1: It's the one thing that it starts with Mom, is taking that first step is to try something new. I'm a, I was 21 years old, a senior in college. And the idea uh, you know, that the world of drinking is now that you can now legally drink in the United States. You know, and as not really a big drinker, I was just like, you know, I'm going to take the opportunity to, to try something different. And when the time came, I would try to buy something that was so authentic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I would, I would share it with other people. That I, that I, you know, in school with, and we 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 discussed it. And one of them was one of the first times I did this. I realized this like completely out of my door. Like, Think about it: college, you're drinking, your are Natty Ice, Natty Light, your Budweisers, your Light, you know, your usual quintessential Phil uh, is not talking down to them. They all have their own unique way. I, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and say I, I don't, you know, enjoy a cold pilsner or a cold yeah. wiser once a Well, it's, especially on tap, it's actually a very refreshing beer. Mm-hmm. But I went to a beer distributor and I, I walked inside, I walked in the aisle and the, the aisle was a British beer called Old Speckled Head. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I remember buying this beer, putting it in the fridge, waiting. Taking it, opening it, taking the first sip—the aftertaste hit me immediately, and I was like, oh, "I don't know, I think I'm gonna finish this." And then after a few more sips, I was like, "This is a really." And the color of it was like this, almost like a—I can't even explain it. It was red. I Maybe mean, my my memory—it's been a, a while—but it was a brilliant color and a cool little bottle. The bottle was not your typical shape. It wasn't—it wasn't a, wasn't a red stripe bottle, a little medicine bottle, but um, and it was good. And the person who I was sharing with was like, I would never have bought this had you not introduced me to this. This is actually really good. I'm like, let's do this. You know, it's almost like having a beer club. Let's try to do something different. And it goes into the fact that there's so many different kinds of beer. Milkshake beers are now really popular. And I I had my first milkshake beer um, with a cousin of mine, um, who's, who's, I I would say, a beer connoisseur. It appreciates quality craft. Beer. Yeah. Is a part of one of these beer clubs, and mm-hmm. said, have "You ever had one?" I said, "No." She goes, "I want you to try this." And have one. and I opened it, poured it, tried it. I'm like, "This is, this is a, a game changer to me because it, it took your typical stuck texture of beer and it completely changed the world. It's not the texture is completely. It's called a milkshake beer for a reason, and it's like, wow." It's like, this is different. This is like, wow. And then I could talk for an hour about just one of them. And then they have everything from a, a sour tartness to them that would just be like a, a bold, rich, full-body flavor. Like, ah. I can't really go in and explain it. Like, it's just... It's just and that's, that's but the thing is that's the beauty of, of beer beer is that you have so much different uh, combinations it, that I could as I was saying before beer is, is the drink that brings everything right together you have it is, it is, it is many different spirits you wine you liquor you have all these cool things they all have to replace bourbon and scotch
0: uh, people will sit down they'll pour
1: uh, a couple of fingers or something they'll sit down and they'll, 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 they'll chat and, and talk and you can really you can talk about that yeah. but you have your you, there's really so much you can drink in something like that because it hits you right away it's it it's, it's, it's right there or beer you going get a flight of, of liquor, like a, a, a flight of whiskey. You, you might have more no, flight. You, might have a you had done, it? done it? I'm not surprised about this. Uh, they, uh, on a trip uh, a couple years ago,
0: uh, it, was a, it, was, it was a beer trip really, but we uh, found that there was a distillery open, so we are like, yeah, why not? So we went there and they said, oh, would you like to do a flight and taste it? And sure, I'm not gonna back down from that.
1: Um, I feel like that's dangerous.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Well, we took a few hours off, and after that, had a nap, had some food, and uh, then later in the night went back out. Luckily, when we did do this, it was like twelve in the afternoon. So twelve in the afternoon did a whiskey flight, and then seven at night went out. <laughs> went out for beer.
1: That's an epic story. That's like <laughs> that's like saying like, you know that that is the that is the the change That's basically you're throwing yourself at your own curveball. That was a good just a uh, spur of the moment. We saw it and said why not? And you know, I, I actually feel a little silly to say that you know, I, 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 there are flights of, of, of whiskeys, but I mean yeah, it's, it's just it's so strong.
0: Oh yeah. Not a lot of people are jumping at that. Yeah. They'll they'll do a little taster of one,
1: but they're not gonna do it. It's, it's satisfying. not as satisfying as a was just kinda of like, yeah, why not? Well it's not as satisfying as <laughs> a flight of beer though, because a flight of beer is more quality. Oh yeah, absolutely. a flight of flavor. You have less because yeah, a shot of whiskey and uh, a full beer around the same. So it's going to hit you around the same. So the one a lot more fine where you can sip and enjoy this beer the whiskey there will go down a little faster. And it flight for
0: But what I will say is that oh
1: regionally also, it changes a, a different flavor really from different you go to different states and they have their own like you know unique way of, uh, uh, of depending on what that state is even famous for you might have a state that's famous for their corn but have a corn yeah, so, yeah this is great yeah
0: absolutely I, I definitely think where the brewery is located definitely defines the overall I don't want to say expectations for it because I wouldn't I wouldn't really have expectations. This, you know, the taste is just, it's gonna bring its own uniqueness to the
1: table. Exactly. And then also pairing it. Right? I feel like it's the only thing when you're having a beer is pairing the beer. You're having a steak? I'm when I don't think of steak, I think I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have like a stout or with that. But this seems to go. it seems to work. Heavy meal requires a heavy drink. Hmm. I'm going to have it lighter I'm going to have your pills or your ale or your lager. Uh, lager obviously lager can be pretty heavy you know what I mean yeah. kind of like a lighter flavorful beer
0: yeah
1: well Mr. Allen
0: it has been an absolute pleasure
1: having you here
0: it's been a pleasure being here Getting your viewpoint, and this was solid beer
1: discussion. Well, I hope I brought something. You brought... Like I said, I'm not I'm not there brought, yet when it comes to being a beer guy. You brought a lot to the table, my friend.
0: <laughs> well, Bruce,
1: come to me, that's a compliment. Because you are... I know you're I know you you're, uh, very uh, humble about it, but you are, the, in my opinion, a beer connoisseur. I do appreciate that. I don't think it,
0: but I do appreciate it. All right, so... This is Mr. Cogburn signing off. Thanking Mr. Barry Allen for joining me here. Thank you all for listening. Cheers, all. Happy and healthy.